0: Welcome to Awaken and Rise, a place where your dreams get fuel and self-doubt gets challenged, a place where we believe that as the individual shines, our collective rises, a place where we know you have what it takes to live your dreams, a place where you will not go gently into that good night, a place where you will let that spark within to become a bonfire of hope. A place where we know if you believe it, live it, then you will create it. A place where we awaken and rise. I'm Brian Lytle, change catalyst, author, storyteller, and dreamer, and it is my honor to spend time with you today. And now, on to the show. All right, welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lytle of brianlytle.com. And today our episode is going to focus in on courage versus fear. And oftentimes we look at courage and fear as two opposing forces clashing with each other, trying to win one over the other. But I would like to give you a little bit different look at these two forces, at these two emotions, or actions, if you will. And that is that you cannot have one without the other. And without both, you cannot experience that extraordinary sore that is living the extraordinary life and living your dreams So, as we start off this episode, I want to read to you a poem. And this poem is titled, Cautious Man. There was a very cautious man who never laughed or played. He never risked. He never tried. He never sang or prayed. And when he one day passed away, his insurance was denied. For since he never really lived, they claimed... He never really died. This is a cautionary tale that talks about the importance of not letting fear take over your life to the point that you never live. And when I was going through my struggle, and really it was when I was coming out of it, one of the things that hit me hard was an article. And this article was called Regrets of the Dying. And I believe it was written by Bronnie Ware. And the regrets of the dying were there's about five of them, but two of them centered around fear. The first regret was people wish they had the courage to live a life true to themselves, not just the life that others expected of them. And this was the most common regret. It was a regret that told me that fear had taken hold, whether it's societal expectations, whether it's just what they thought was possible in their own life, and that dreams have gone unfulfilled. Most people were dying knowing that they regretted not living up to their potential or even up to their dream. And it's so critically important that we understand that fear plays a part in our dream. And in making that dream happen. But fear also, if we allow it too much power, can overtake us and prevent us from that dream. And the second regret that she notices that, that I felt was centered around fear was the courage to express feelings. And I think as a guy, I see this quite a bit that men in general, we try not to express our feelings too much because we don't want to seem weak in any way, shape, or form. And I definitely see this out there. And we're cautious sometimes about the words we use and about the way that we express how we care for other people or one another, or the fact that sometimes and this, I think goes across everyone. We refuse to speak honestly, even if that honesty is a good thing for those around us, a good thing for us. We tend not to speak that honesty because we don't want to cause any conflict, even though that honesty not only would create a straighter, stronger bond with those folks that we're working with and the people in our life, but we're afraid that it's going to create some kind of confrontation that will ultimately end up in our rejection. So those two fears and regrets sat within the hearts of folks who are on their deathbeds. And I started to think about the role of fear in our dreams. And as I said a little bit earlier, it's important for fear to be a part of that process because without fear, there can be no courage. I titled this episode courage versus fear, but in reality it's courage because of fear. So let's talk about this a little bit. First of all, we have to understand that there is a really good side to fear. And that good side to fear comes around the concept of being safe, physical safety. I am fearful to jump into a tank of hungry tiger sharks because I know what could potentially happen there. And my body thanks me for honoring that fear. That wisdom that comes with that. So when we're talking about physical safety, legitimate physical safety, when it comes to fear, that's when fear really works for us very well. The other two times fear comes into the equation is where it can get really out of control. The second way that fear appears outside of preventing physical harm is it comes in as a veil. It skews our perspective. It clouds our vision. At Awaken and Rise, we believe it, we live it, and we create it. When the veil comes into play, it reduces our clarity. It starts to skew our perception of ourselves and of our dreams. It starts to bring in that idea of, well, is this really possible? This isn't real. You're really... Not able to do that, or you're not enough to do that, or you can't learn to do that. It starts all the you can'ts and the it's not possibles. Well, fear as a veil requires you to do simply one thing, and that's step forward. Fear as a veil it gives you the opportunity to shake off those thoughts, the self limiting beliefs. It gives you the opportunity to say, no. I am enough, or no, I can learn that, or no, I will, and to push forward. It allows you to level up in your clarity, in your belief about who you are, and what you have to offer. So when that veil comes into play, and that focus gets tested, allow yourself to push through that veil of fear. And the third way that fear comes into play. So we have the safety aspect, we have the veil of fear, and then we have the bully of fear. And the bully of fear is when things start to line up against us, and they start to really hammer home that you're not enough, or you're not big enough, or you can't do this, or you know what, I'm going to make it impossible for you to do this, or maybe you might Uh, Not have the money to follow through with your dream. It's all those self-limiting doubts where it says, you know, you're not young enough or you're not this or you're not that. And that requires you to push back. That fear is resistance. It is trying to get you to doubt the divine providence of your dream. It's trying to get you to doubt the strength that you have inside you to push yourself through. Maybe it's a situation that really tests your mettle. Maybe you started a business and the funds are starting to run dry, or maybe you have started a diet plan and you're working towards your health and you start to say, I don't know that I could do this. I don't know that I could keep up with it. That bully of fear trying to get you to back down and it is critical it is so critical that in that moment that it tries to get you to back down that you stand up maybe it's done more than get you to back down maybe it's pushed you down maybe it's kicked you get up look it square in the eye and just like any bully refuse to back down and say it to yourself I will not quit how do I know this works how do I know that what I'm saying is accurate here I'll give you two quick things it was about three and a half years ago I was working towards regaining my health and I began to work on it using a specific diet system and from the get-go I didn't know that I could do it I had a veil I had a veil of fear. I didn't know if I could handle it. I didn't know if I was worth it. And I pushed through that. But as I pushed through that veil of fear and I got stronger in that respect, the bully came around. And the bully said, you'll never keep it off. The bully said, you can't keep up this pace. The bully said, you're not enough. The bully kept pushing on me. I'll be honest with you, I backed down and I gained all the weight back. That was a regret for a while, for a couple years. But I know if I would have stood strong and said no, I will not stop. That energetically, That would have changed my disposition to it. It would have helped my focus with it. And it would have helped me step forward and push forward and go right through that bully. So yeah. Fear keeps you safe sometimes. But can also cloud your vision on what's real. And it also tries to act like a bully to keep you down. Now the beautiful thing in all of this. Is fear provides the opportunity for you to activate that courage? See, there is no courage without the presence of fear. Courage is that moment where you refuse to back down. Courage isn't the absence of fear, it's doing it even though you are experiencing fear, and it could be whatever you are doing, whether you're pushing forward to a dream, whether you're motivating yourself towards a goal, whether you're just trying to do something good in this world, fear is going to show up and courage is found within. So fear is there as a part of the courage process. Now I've come across several times in my reading that life often brings us the same lesson over and over, until we have the chance to master it, until we can overcome it. And I think of this like a video game. When you go through a video game, and I hope most of you, I'm sure, have played a video game at some point in time in your life, and if you haven't, this is kind of how it works. You start a video game, and you start at the lowest level. And as you work through that level, you find different villains that you're dealing with or different challenges along the way. And it seems like every level you come to some kind of boss monster or end of level challenge that is just so difficult. You have to figure it out and you have to do it again and again and again and again and again again until you figure it out. It's that obstacle that is preventing you from getting to the next stage of the game. Fear is the villain or the obstacle at the end of each level that is trying to prevent you from getting to the next stage of life. So as you work through that fear, understand that the only way to overcome it is courage. There is no going around. There is no going under. There is no going over. There's only going through. And you could do that. You could do that. You don't have to do it with nerves of steel. Summon that courage. Summon that moment. Summon that strength. You have it in you. You are enough. Take one step forward. And if you fail, well, failing isn't fatal. You get to do it again and you get to do it again and again until you either quit or overcome it and get through it. What's interesting as you progress through these games and then you go back and play them again, those obstacles or boss monsters that you have to beat, they don't seem so difficult anymore. Which brings me to my point in all of this. As you're leveling up, through life and dealing with the fear and activating that courage that allows you to get through the fear, understand that you're getting stronger, that each stage you're getting stronger and better and more skillful at conquering your fear. So yeah, the fears may get bigger. This is where you look in the rear view mirror of life and you take a moment to reflect on all the things you've been through and realize you are still here. You are still here. It hasn't conquered you. You may be in a tough spot. You may have gone through tough spots. You may have things you regret, but you know what we all do, but you are still here. Elevate yourself, activate that courage, push through It's in you. You are enough. You got this. Push through. Level up. Get to the next stage. The other piece of this that I want to reference is without fear and that opportunity to activate your courage. Within all of that, the exuberance, the joy, the exhilaration of life is found within. If you've ever been to an amusement park, you may ride the merry-go-round for fun and when you're young and you first start out the merry-go-round is pretty thrilling but as we get older as we've been through more we crave the big ride oh some of you out there may be saying right now not me i don't want to go on that that scares me have you ever seen someone so absolutely petrified when they ride something, uh, the new coaster, whatever amusement park it is, and it looks so scary, it's so high, it's so fast, it's so steep. You see them go up, and as they go up that hill, and you hear it start going, and they go up all the way top, you already hear them screaming. You know, they are absolutely freaked out. And as it comes to the top, And you hang for just a second, looking at the drop. And then whoosh, you just head down on that roller coaster. And then you're going through turns and you're going through tunnels and you're going through spirals and loop-de-loops and whatever the case may be. And then it all comes back in to the station. That person who was screaming is normally the one that says, you already know what they said. I want to go again. I want to go again because without that fear and the courage to get on that ride and go through that process, they never would have had the exhilaration. That's the exact same thing in life. If you want an extraordinary life, if you want to live your life and consistently level up, you must embrace that fear and understand it will be there. But know that you are enough and you have the courage to get through it. I know you do. Because you are still here. Everything you've ever gone through, you are still here. I asked a question on Facebook several weeks ago. And it was one of the reasons why I decided to start this podcast. The question went something along the lines of, if you've ever had a dream and you stopped, you quit going for it, why did you stop? I think every answer came back with some sort of fear. Whether it was a fear to be able to provide, or whether it was the fear to be able to live the lifestyle that they're currently living, or the fear of what it would do to their kids or to their family or To whatever their current situation was. Or the fear that it was inconvenient. No matter what it was. It was always based back in some kind of fear. I point you back to the opening story. The cautious man. As far as we know. We only go through this one time. I know I want to live a life. That is... Not just good. I want it to be great. And I know you do too. I know we all want to live a life without regret. And to do that means we have to confront fear and confront it with courage. Whether we use the Mel Robbins five second rule where we do a countdown when we're in those situations where we're fearful and we say five, four, three, two, one and just push forward. Or whether it's that moment where we think everything's lining up against us and we just repeat to ourselves like a mantra, I will not stop. You cannot stop me. I will not stop. Or whether it's that moment we just close our eyes, take a breath. And step forward and trust that God and the universe has our back. Do you know the ridiculous odds of any of us being here at this point in time out of 7 billion people? And that dream that sits within your heart may not be original, but it's yours. We have to believe that this is no accident. And we could go get what sits within our heart. Every day we have choices to make. And those choices can pay big dividends. And I want to point you to a story that took place back in the Civil War. And I'm going to leave you with this. The importance of that choice to take fear head on and activate the courage and push yourself through it has massive implications for you and all of those around you. It's a story of how one decision changed the entire world. It was the Battle of Gettysburg. It was the Battle of Little Round Top. The commander was Joshua Chamberlain, who was a former professor. He and his men were running very, very low on ammunition. They were way outnumbered. And if they fell, the Union would have lost the Battle of Gettysburg. If the Union lost that battle, most military experts and historians believed that the South would have won. And that these United States would not look as they do today. With low ammunition, I think it was around two rounds per person, so that's really nothing. And as they heard the rebel yell, and as the Confederates began charging the hill, Colonel Chamberlain yelled one word. He made one decision, and that one word was, Bayonets! The men knew exactly what was taking place. They took their bayonets and they affixed it to the end of their guns. They knew they were going to -to hand-to-hand combat. And without another word being said, they all charged around the rock formations and down that hill. And in that moment, the southern soldiers were so alarmed that they were being charged at, they stopped dead in their tracks, they turned, and they ran. That one decision. To confront the scariest of moments. Not only changed the lives of the men who were involved. But it changed the history of the world. Confront your fear. Go through it. Activate that courage. You never know the implications that your dreams have. Or your decisions have to impact the world for the better. We need you. And you got this. All right, that was our episode of Courage Versus Fear. I hope you got something out of this episode today. I hope it serves to inspire you and fuel you to live your dreams or to start to live your dream. It would be most helpful if you could go on to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I certainly would appreciate it. And that is all we have for this week Look forward to sharing with you our inspirational clip next week with some commentary and hope you have an excellent week. My friends, believe it, live it, create it.